All right, hello and welcome to the 21st episode of the Bolo Pascual Show. Um, today we have Ayn Bernos uh, and she is a friend from college. And yeah, Ayn, I would love for you to introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, hi everyone and hi Bolo. <laughs> Good day. My name is Ayn Bernos. I know Bolo from college during our pageant days. Did you tell them about that? <laughs> we were in a college pageant, but currently um, I am working on Morena the Label, which is a clothing brand that celebrates Morena skin, sun-kissed skin. Uh, I'm also a YouTuber. I make videos about Morena beauty and whatnot. And yeah, that's, that's basically what I do at the moment. I'm so happy to be here. Mm. Let's try to get into it. Um, what I've been seeing in, in your content is about uh, skincare and mostly about, for me, what I see is like loving yourself and accepting yourself. And I think it's a reaction towards what's happening with the beauty industry. I was just wondering, what are your... Um, thoughts or, or problems that you see within the beauty industry and uh, how that affects people of different, of, of different types of skin, skin color. But especially for Philippines, yeah. like what's problematic right now? So I think it's getting better today, but we still have a long way to go. Uh, when I was growing up, of course, you know, as a ma'arte young kid, I was very into beauty and fashion and I loved show business i relied heavily on media to to kind of you know build my self-esteem get to know myself whatever um and the my problem was as a kid i could not really find enough people who looked like me and so because of that i had this idea that in order to be considered beautiful or in order to have space on the internet or on TV for me, for someone like me, I would have to be extraordinarily special, which I don't, I don't think is the case really, but that's how I felt because, you know, as a Morena girl who didn't have a lot of good representation growing up, that's, I, I truly believed as a kid that I was inferior by default. Mm. And that's why I am working towards, you know, changing that that perspective and that ideology. I would say, especially now, now that I'm a lot older and I do have a platform now, I want uh, a new generation of Morenas to know that they're good on their own. They're they're more than enough. That they're just as beautiful and they're just as worthy to dream those those big dreams. Um, it's definitely changing, I think, because everyone's being so vocal now on social media and finally brands are starting to listen and brands are starting to understand that the consumers want different things now. So maybe to give you an example, I'm, I don't know if you shop at the cosmetics area Not or yet. whatever. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so... Uh, a couple of years back, I was looking for my perfect foundation shade. So for your non-makeup listeners, if you don't have a, an idea about makeup, um, to get the right foundation shade, it needs to match your skin tone, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I found my perfect foundation shade, which is a gift from my tita in the States. And so when I ran out of it, I went to the store here in the Philippines and I looked for that shade. And then the sales lady told me that we don't have it here. And I was so confused because, you know, why wouldn't you have it here? You know, brown people everywhere. Why don't you stock up on this shade? And she answered that apparently, according to their study, Filipinos don't like using darker shades or foundations that match their skin tone because everyone wants to be whiter. I didn't, I didn't agree with that, of course, but that was the case maybe four or five years ago. So now it's, I think, I definitely think it's getting better because brands are starting to understand that morenas are empowered and we want something that will enhance our brown skin as opposed to whiten it. So yeah, that's what's been going on. And I think we're on the right path. Awesome. I mean, I'm really curious about where do we draw the line from, like, where do we draw the line for you uh, in terms of mm-hmm. having a preference of, of being white because you think it's beautiful versus mm-hmm. just not wanting to look brown because society tells you that it's pangit? Like, where yeah, do I think, yeah, I think that's a very individual um, thing that we experience. It's a very individual personal journey. You know, we never really know what people's intentions are unless we're that person. So for example, for me, before I was functioning from a place of fear because I feared that people would mock me or I feared that people would bully me and and therefore I wanted to be whiter. Now, there are I have other friends who just genuinely like themselves, period. They just love themselves, but also still wanted to be whiter. And I think that is very possible still. Because in the same way that we look at plastic surgery, lip fillers, or you know, any any cosmetic uh what do you what do you call that? Procedure. Any cosmetic procedure. Um, people, people can choose to do that. But what we're advocating for really is that people make that choice because they want to, not because they're pressured to. And it's mm. so important. The, there's a big difference between being pressured to look a certain way versus just wanting to look a certain way. Because uh, that's why the messaging is the most important part, I think, my personal opinion. You know, with Gluta brands, there are Gluta mm. brands, there are skin whitening brands, there are um, services like dermato- dermatological services that make you whiten your skin. And they're not illegal and they're fine. But the I what I would probably urge brands to do is instead of adverse, advertising their products while putting down Morena skin, Maybe they should just advertise their products for what they are, you know? Because mm. the trend has been get this product so you won't be dark, as if so, as if being dark is bad. You know, you, I think you can advertise these products and services without necessarily putting down Morena skin. And again, I I've, I've been seeing kind of a, a turn 
in that direction. So now they no longer say, oh, avoid darkening or they no longer say, you know, get whiter or whatever. Sometimes now they say glowing. Sometimes they say um, something else. But it's definitely, they're more careful now, which I think is progress. It's not the best. It's not perfect yet. But from the way that I grew up and how observant I've been in these trends, I can say that it's it's a lot better and we can do much better. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning so much from you. I really see where we can draw the line. It's either we are pressured to do it or we are empowered to do it and we can have that informed choice. Um, and I really yes. love the fact that you pay attention to messaging that if you want to promote a certain look, it doesn't have to like look down on other looks as well. Um, I really am curious. So in terms of what are the, for you, what are the tangible actions that people can take? Like from the company level to the, and, and to the consumer um, in terms of forwarding your advocacy of like accepting your, 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 for your, like your skin that you were born with, accepting your own choice and not being pressured by society to look a certain way. Um, what can consumers like actively practice and then for other brands out there in the future, like whether it's big or small, like what are company practices that they could pay attention to so that the cosmetics and beauty industry could be more inclusive to diverse skin color? Right. So from the consumer perspective first, I think consumers can do a better job at being vocal because sometimes, you know, we, we just get what we're offered. And that, yeah, that really sucks, especially, you know, with the right shade, with the right uh, colors for us. Um, when we're more vocal, when we reach out to these brands, then they really understand us a lot better. And I guess from, from that, from the consumer side, I think that's the best that we can do. You know, we can choose to... Um, educate ourselves, of course, like what looks good with us, what brands really um, prioritize us instead of, you know, use brown skin as a marketing strategy, because there's also that. Mm -hmm. Um, There are brands that really create products with us in mind. So I really love, for example, Elana Minerals, not sponsored. I really love their Mm -hmm. line of foundation shades because they suit so many different uh, shades of morenas and Filipina skin tones. So mm-hmm. from very light skin to dark skin. And if, you, if people are more vocal about our intent to purchase products that are good for us, then I am pretty sure brands will follow. And now on the company side, I think they can do so much more. And one of those would probably be to be more authentic in their marketing and their advertising because diversity is a huge buzzword mm. nowadays. And people are saying, oh, diverse marketing, diverse um, product lines. But pe- uh, brands need to be more authentic about it. So, for example... There was one time there was a makeup brand who did a campaign about Morena skin. It was a couple of years back, uh, but I still remember this because it was the first time I saw Morena like thrown around as a as a marketing campaign. And then 
the Morena girl on their poster, on their ad, was very mestiza looking, but made brown. So, you know, it, it's, it still looked like she's still very Eurocentric, but tanned. And so, uh, I don't know, just for me, companies need to be more genuine when they, when they say they want to be inclusive, when they say they want to be diverse, you know, make those decisions from the top level as well. When you hire models, when you cast models, if you say you want to promote Morena Beauty, then don't get somebody who's, you know, white and then make them brown. Like, get a brown girl. <laughs> get, a, get an actual Morena girl to do it. Um, because it's not just about representation. Representation is a big part of it. But mm-hmm. also, more than that, opportunities. Brands give opportunities to pe- for people to be seen. And I hope that brands take... Take this, you know, take the take the opportunity to give opportunities to uh, underrepresented people, looks, colors, shapes, sizes. So there's a thing in the commercial industry, in the advertising industry, they type models. So there are classes of models. There's class A, class B, class C, class D, class E. And it's an actual thing. Like if you look at casting calls, there are, you know, they, they have a definition for class A, class B, class C. So class A girls, these are the mukhang mayaman people. They are typecasted as like rich, social, classy, elegant. And they, they say it actually if you go at, to casting Facebook pages, they say class A, mestiza or half Filipino or, you know, Span Asian, light skin. Mm. And that's just the thing. People, I don't know why we can't, um, when when I ask people, people from advertising or casting, I ask them, why is this a thing? And the answer is always, that's just the way it is. Mm. But the thing is, I feel like we have more power than we think. If you are at the management level, if you work for an advertising agency, if you work for a brand, if you, you know, if you work in a team that produces these things, then you definitely have a say, you have a voice. And whether or not management says, okay, this is the look we're going for, we can always still speak up. So more than just waiting for the brands to make these top-level decisions, like mm-hmm. if you're in the production team, like speak out, be vocal about it. Just because it's been done this certain way for a long time does not mean it needs to stay that way. So yeah, I think... Uh, what we can really do is be mindful and intentional with our choices because our choices affect, you know, the, the whole thing. Like, the smallest choices make a big difference. Damn, that is... I, I learned so much from you. And I think <laughs> it's parallel with the movie industry where, like, roles that are Asian are being given to... Eurocentric and or like black oh. women in the United States is, is it kind of similar there? Like for example, I don't know, like Ghost in a Shell, the but yes, <laughs> or isn't it the characters like the characters should have been Asian, but it was who is this Scarlett Johansson who who played it? Correct. Yep. Yep. 
So, mm-hmm. but okay. So I'm just gonna play the devil's advocate. I'm just gonna play the devil's advocate. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, I I want to play the devil's advocate <laughs> without sounding like a dick. <laughs> the devil's advocate is always like that, though. <laughs> okay. So good. All right. Let's do it. Um. But isn't it uh okay? Is it a good thing that white audiences see the culture of the of the minority the the world of the minority because of the fact that they're white adults uh, and and like you know white stars get to see them? I just want to hear your answer to those. Like you know you know, you know these are the types of comments we see on Facebook. Right, that I know. Out of us, so let's pretend I'm that comment. <laughs> How would you like answer it <laughs> the way you want to? Wait, so we're talking now about uh, whitewashing of like minority stories or something like that, like in Hollywood in general, or just like like in general? Because, like for example, you said that it's still a European who was in the mm-hmm. the advertisement of of like. Hi, Moreno uh, the skin. And I'm just like wondering, is it parallel with movies? And like for the other people who just don't see the problem in it, like one more, there's a benefit that like these Europeans, uh, more people would be aware of these types of culture because like their 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 stars and their celebrities have played those roles. I think with the at least with the Morena advertisement, I think the reason why brands cast eurocentric features or models with eurocentric features instead of filipino looking features is because we think that eurocentric features also mean more premium branding you know it's more more elegant to that's what we've always associated year centric features for a long time. So when they want to make their brand look premium, they hire Eurocentric looking uh, models. But it doesn't have to be that way. Again, like mm. we can always change our ideology and how we look at things. And yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Like you will always find, because sometimes people would argue, oh, um, we casted her because she's beautiful. But I'm like, but yeah, you can also find a beautiful Filipina mm. or a beautiful Morena girl. Or we mm. casted her because she's the best model for the job. But really, for this campaign, this campaign is for Morenas. Or this campaign is, you said this was for Filipinos. So why not hire somebody else? Like, why do you have to stick to that, to that stereotype? Right. If you're really looking to... Uh, champion diversity then why can't you make that choice so I don't know but again it's it's really difficult because it's like multi-level lots of people are involved in make in making these decisions so I can't tell exactly what was in their mind when Mm. they made those decisions but what we can do at least is in the future encourage brands to consider you know making switching it up and yeah. you know getting more people involved but i i definitely see it happening now though um but the whole what are the sorry wins? the whole oh no i i know how to answer my my stupid facebook comment through comment yeah what's your stupid <laughs> i would say if like if we put stars like i in uh Bernos there the white audiences will notice because like diversity has a lot of beauty in it 
asshole. <laughs> that's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna answer my my face my own Facebook comment. You know, like Misty. Yeah, parang even if you like put a really talented Asian there that represents like you know the the culture. Mm-hmm. I don't like Mulan, and it's not white. It's actually a person from Northeast Asia. That could still be like a value to the rest of the world. The way like white women mm-hmm. are being valued by the rest of the world. So, so ayon, wala lang. Um, and <laughs> my question actually, because I, I really got me excited about you saying that there are things changing and what are the celebratable victories that, that, that we, we should be aware about? Oh, so many. Uh, if you had your top think... two or top three, like what would it be for you? For morenas and morenos. Mm-hmm. Mm, about colorism, maybe. Hmm. What's the big one for the... I think, I guess number one would be the availability of products for morenas and morenas. For the longest time, all the shades would be really, really light. It's meant to be literally white on your skin. Baby powder, people would be using baby powder so they would, you know, get lighter. But now... You can you can see it. Um, products are made available for morenas to enhance their color, and that is that's huge because that wasn't the case like a couple of years back. And just having that availability of products, it's it's huge because now we have the option to feel good about ourselves. Now we have the option to actually be morena and be proud of being morena and feel confident about being a morena because before. It, it kind of felt like the only way you're going to feel beautiful is if you look lighter. But now that we have all of these options, all of these local brands celebrating our skin tone, now it feels like I can choose to like my own skin color and still feel beautiful. Because before it was kind of an either or. Mm. Now... Now, now we can feel beautiful in our skin. And I think that's a huge win. Just having the options and being able to, or being empowered to choose to like our skin color. Dope. Um, and my question is, for like you're running a brand, is that correct? So like Morena the label is like the, is, a, is, is, a, is the brand that you founded. Is that correct? Or is it like an organization yes. that you joined? Yes, that's correct. I Can found, you tell me more actually, about Morena the Label? Yeah, so Morena the Label is a merch brand. So we sell statement tees, celebrating brown skin. Uh, we promote um, self-confidence in our skin color. We also challenge colorism in our educational posts on social media. And the whole point, the how it started really was... I wanted to make merch for my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And on my YouTube channel, I didn't I didn't want to put Ayin Bernos. It just didn't make sense for me. Why would anybody wear a shirt with my name I'd on it? I wear a shirt named Ayin <laughs> But okay, all right. Like. I, I I really don't think it's a it's ever going to be a thing. Okay. So make one I, I'll buy I, one. It's recorded here. <laughs> Yeah, just for you, maybe okay. <laughs> just with a logo. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so I wanted to create something for the community, and I I really couldn't think of anything but the Morena community because that 
that's what I've been working on for a while. That that was always, you know, my my niche. And I was always passionate about it. And so I created shirts that I would personally wear. So I have statements he's like, I like my tan tita, you know, for reunions where they tell you, oh, umitim ka na naman, or, you know, <laughs> just a classic morena shirt. And so it really started that way. I was just creating t-shirts for the small YouTube community that I had. And it ended up, you know, getting picked up, uh, we were getting more followers and now it's really a big community of morenas that's that's grown bigger than me sometimes you know people would know about morena and not know about me and i'm perfectly happy with that you know it was never about me after all it was more about getting people to feel confident in their skin tones because I I would keep getting DMs about Ate Ayin, how do I get pantai skin? Ate Ayin, how do I, you know, lighten my siko? Ate Ayin, like, I, I don't want you to change anything about yourself. Like, the whole point is you're perfect the way you are. And I hope that our merch makes you feel that way. So, as, as a business person or entrepreneur, what are your, like, values? If you say, like, you have, like, I don't know, three to five values when you, when you do business, um, what is it? So like, for example, for me, I actually wrote in my mirror, it's fun, excitement, open communication, inclusivity, and self-expression. So that's mine. Um, which is why like, I invite different types of people in the show from different like, walks of life. Um, how about for you? Like, what are your like, values and like, how is it expressed um, in, 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 for example, your personal brand and also like, um, uh, like products that, that, that you advocate for? Yeah, so I always say it's people, planet, Filipinas, progress. Mm. And those are like my four Ps. People first always is always about the people. You know, whatever we do, I always think about how are customers going to feel about this? How is my staff going to feel about this? I, I want people to be treated well. I want people to feel confident about themselves. I want, it's always people first, you know, it's always putting people first. And then planet, I want to be as mindful as possible in the way that I do production. So right now we print everything at our own facility. So I, we literally like go through all of the orders, print it ourselves. We package it ourselves. We repurpose our, um, we repurpose, you know, paper that we use for the printing and then we use it for packaging because fashion is a very, um, it's a difficult industry to be in especially if you want to be sustainable Mm. so because i don't have yet the all the resources to make all the the most ethical the most sustainable the the perfect practices i try to be as mindful as possible and of course as we grow i i always tell myself that when we scale while we're scaling we're gonna make better and better choices so Mm. Yeah, I, I really, really want to get to a place in my in my business and our you know financial capability to to make really good choices, mm. especially for the planet. So hopefully we can sustain this and be able to make better decisions as we go along. Uh, the third one is Filipinas, and I I'm very um, 
passionate about creating opportunities for Filipinos. So as much as possible, we want to source locally. We want to partner with local um, with local business owners as well. That's why Hashtag at the moment... Local. Yeah, support local, exactly. And we want to hire more Filipinos, create more jobs. And that's just, you know, when I, when I say this, it's like I'm a, I'm a very small business owner. I still have a long, long way to go. But I feel like establishing it this early will allow me to always know that I have a purpose. So whether I'm doing it at a small scale or at a big scale, at the very least, you know, when I, when I think about my business I want to be able to give back to the Philippines because I could be doing this easily, you know, just getting uh, getting products shipped by bulk internationally and it would be so much cheaper. It would be so much fa- faster. I could mass produce elsewhere in another country, but I, I don't want to do that because I want to do things here locally. Mm. So there's that's another value that I hope I can continue to just uh, go with as, as long as I'm in business. And the last one is progress. Um, progress in the sense that I'm going to keep doing my best at whatever stage, you know, whatever I'm doing now, that's the best that I can do at the moment. And it's more of a personal thing. You know, I want to be kind to myself as well. Mm. While I'm chasing perfection and I'm chasing, you know, bigger things, better things. I also want to be realistic and kind with myself that in this moment, I'm doing the best that I can and I will get better. So just relax girl <laughs> it's more of a personal thing because i'm always worried that ah this is not perfect this is not the best this is whatever i could be better but i always tell myself that you know i'm a work in progress the business is a work in progress and we'll keep getting better and we won't stop until we do so i love it um and i really like the four piece and it's it's easy <laughs> to remember and i think it's moving and inspiring people planet, Filipinas, and progress. progress. That's awesome. It's like, it really seems like you have a growth mindset in terms of like, how can I be of service towards others? And I just really do appreciate that there are human beings that exist like you. Um, that it, that I <laughs> it's so, so uplifting and you sound like you care and your actions like prove it. Um, and, the, and And those are evidence. And I just really Love it. My question, my, like, this is going to be my, my last question. And I want the audience to know about you for like, for me, I guess it's like, it's like this, what's next, like what's happening uh, this September for, for Ayin Bernos. All right. Like what's happening for September. And then where does um, Ayin and where does more, where do you see Morena the label and all of your initiatives in the next 10 years? Oh, love that. I love planning, by the way. I'm a Virgo, which means September is my birthday. <laughs> so oh, I, I love thinking about the next 10 years, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but uh, for September, we are... Okay, so I have another... My, my main business, so Morena the Label is under Ideology Studio. And Ideology mm-hmm. Studio is a merch platform. We, it's a printing company. And we print merch for other creators as well. So for September, we want to bring in more creators, more communities into our platform. And we want to 
um, give more causes a voice in the merch industry. Um, so yeah, we're definitely onboarding more people and just just overall scaling. <laughs> um, and then for the next ten years, I wanna. I don't know. Like, it's it's weird to say it on record because it's okay. like it's so early. But I'm I'm very passionate about you know revolutionizing the the apparel the apparel industry in the Philippines because I feel like we have so much to offer. So I guess just to to make it easy, like I want I want it to be. I want to help make this industry easier to get into for Filipinos and not have to source abroad all the time. I want us to, you know, to be able to, because when we say we shop local, when we say shop local or support Philippine businesses, it, it's almost always expensive mm. because it's such a niche market. But I want to be able to to be part of that revolution in fashion where we get to do things in a more I don't know like I I don't want to say mass production level but I want to be able to make things easier for Filipinos to have that here instead of always you know getting things from abroad so that's mm-hmm. that's really vague that's so vague okay I can, no, I can make it specific like is it is it like <laughs> No, I can make it specific in like two sentences or like one. Mm-hmm. Like having um, brands that are from the Philippines, but it exists in houses of different types of Filipinos around the Philippines, but also in different types of, of, of the world. Like, parang, I guess like one of my examples there is, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, I'm such a fan because like Miss Nina, like the colorette. It's like it's it's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's talking about it, even from non-TikTok people. I hear them talking about it. Like my 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 sisters and mm-hmm. other friends are talking about that brand and like each and everyone has their own brand at home. And then some people even don't know, like, oh that's from the Philippines, pala. Like it was an international brand, but like everybody has it. It's like for me, bad like sobrang I don't know, boss name is Nina.co. She's like She's around our age. I won't reveal it, but like she's around our age. I think she's like mm-hmm. two years or three years old, older than us or some of us. But then, I don't know. I, I just think the business moves that she's doing is dope. It's like very bold. And like, like that's one example or like that's one blueprint of, okay, cool. This is now Filipina. Like this is a Filipino business. Um, how about the Morena aspect of it? having the same level e- or even exceed that. Um, like mm. we're having the, like, like, like your, your, your products that are accessible to our skin type, all those things. And that wasn't two sentences, but like I went specific. <laughs> <laughs> that is so specific. Ano na lang, like maybe, okay, in the, in the 10 years thing, I think a, a, a good summary would be, I want to be able to create a lot more opportunities period no matter which industry i do it in or wherever it is how i end up doing it i want to be able to create opportunities so whether it's a like my youtube channel or my merch brand or 
you know, another company I help, not necessarily at the leadership level, but I want to be able to help create opportunities. That's right. it. <laughs> awesome. 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 No, I really like it. I, that, I don't know. I just, the reason why I invite people like you is because like I get that energy now. I want to do things that excite me and things that I'm passionate about. And like talking to people like Ayin here, <laughs> I'm uplifted. I'm like, all right, let's do this. That's awesome. Well, and I'm super excited for what's happening this September. Um, so, so shout out to the content creators there who would like to partner up, message Ayin, or like I'll forward yeah. number to Ayin. And please, um, can you tell us where we can find you on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and everywhere else? Yes, so you can find me at Ayin Bernas everywhere. Pretty much just A Y N. That's my. That's how you spell my Sorry, name. Sorry, I mis I mispronounced it like like the, the first part. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, honestly, it's a complicated name. It's A Y N B E R N O S, and yeah, you can find me everywhere except Twitter because Twitter is so awful. <laughs> um, and uh, Morena the label on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere else. And if you want to shop our merch, it's ideology.studio. Awesome sauce. There you have it. Thank you so much for being our show.